Hello, HIPC, and welcome back to Seeds to Serve. I'm Cheat Catherine. And I'm Cheat Mianne. And this is the gospel Jesus calls the first disciples. This gospel occurs right after last week's gospel, if you guys remember, when John sang, Behold, he is the Lamb of God. And when John said that, he stood with two of his disciples. And those two disciples were curious, and they followed Jesus after hearing that he was the Lamb of God. After walking for a bit, Jesus turned around and asked them, What are you looking for? And they replied, We are looking for a rabbi, which translates to teacher. And then they asked Jesus, Where are you staying? To which Jesus replied, Come and you will see. And then they stayed with him that day. They hang out, they talked. And one of the disciples named Andrew, he found his brother named Simon, and he took Simon to see Jesus, saying that we have found the Messiah. Once Simon arrived, Jesus looked at him and he said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas. And Cephas is translated to Peter, if you guys know about Peter. And that's where the gospel ends. Yes. So that was longer than our normal summary because how can you possibly summarize a story like this without including all the parts? But the things to focus on are where the two disciples, after kind of like, <laughs> I, I can't help but think of them as like stalking Jesus and Jesus being <laughs> like, um, what are you looking for? Like, do you need help? Um, and then they say they're looking for a rabbi. So Jesus's question of what are you looking for and their reply of rabbi is really important. And then remember the last part where Jesus tells Simon, you are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is Peter. So that first interaction of John saying, oh, that's the Lamb of God. That's Jesus. And then the two disciples going and following him. It's important because they didn't just follow Jesus for no reason, and they didn't just follow him blindly. They had already been looking for the Messiah or a rabbi because in the Old Testament or in their beliefs, then it had been telling them about the coming of Christ, just like how now we kind of think about the second coming of Christ. And when Jesus invited them to come and you will see where I'm staying and, you know, that little hangout with Jesus, then after talking with him, then it was confirmed that he indeed was the Messiah and they weren't just going with what John said. Instead, they chose to decide for themselves and they decided, yes, Jesus is the Lamb of God. So, that was from the disciples' perspective, but from Jesus' perspective, the question of what are you looking for, it wasn't just because he felt that he was being stalked, but he wanted to know what are you looking for? In other words, why are you following me? And, you know, that can still have stalker intentions, but <laughs> um, the, other, the other thing is why are you following me spiritually? And their response was, they want to know more. They want a teacher, they want a rabbi to tell them the gospel and tell them the truth, the ultimate truth. And then I'll let Jimian talk about Simon. 
Yeah, so Simon was actually not one of the original disciples that was following Jesus and had confirmed that Jesus was indeed the Messiah that they were looking for. Instead, Simon was called to Jesus by his brother Andrew, one of the two disciples. And once Simon got there, he was the first to acknowledge or rather confess to Jesus as the Messiah. And from then on afterwards, Jesus then said, proclaiming that, Simon will now be called Cephas, which is Peter. And if you guys don't know, that actually means rock. And the, even though it means rock, it can have a very different meaning than what you initially think of it. Yeah, so Simon did have a very different background. I was doing some research because I also wanted to know why Simon had two names, Simon Peter. And it's because Simon was a double-minded man, as they put it. He was usually the first one in and too often the first one out. Jesus knew this, and he chose to call Simon Rock as a stabilizer. So the calling was the stabilizer. Jesus didn't call Peter a rock because he was already steadfast in his faith and he was already secure. and always following through with what he said, but it was more of a reminder to Simon to stay rooted in his belief. And even if he was kind of that like one foot in, one foot out, Jesus told him to stay planted. So we also wanted to talk about our own callings and how our callings, even though a little bit different, we don't get called rock, but we get (laughs) called Huynjung. And that is a calling in itself and how we stay grounded in it. So I'll ask Jitmian to share first. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I proposed this. Um, <laughs> I, I proposed this apply uh, without even knowing how I would take it. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe Jitmian doesn't know where to take it yet either, <laughs> which is totally OK. Um, But yeah, we're both thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I think my initial, I guess, call to being a Huynchung wasn't even really a call at all. I think becoming a Huynchung was rather felt more like a step. It was a step up in being in Tuni my entire life. And I felt almost obligated to become a Huynchung because it felt like oh, that's the next step after finishing Hip C, and now you're technically a legal adult. And I wanted to wear that red cotton and keep being in Tuni, but I can't do it anymore because I'm adult and I would have to become a Huynchung. So that's how I felt when I was a Hip C Jingtan. That's definitely what it felt like. I was just kind of there. I didn't really know what I was doing, and I didn't feel like a real calling to be a Huynchung. But I think I really experienced a true calling to being Huynchung was actually at my Gapai Huynchung camp. So not even my Gapmol camp, but my Gapai being surrounded by people who are just as enthusiastic, if not inspiring, to devote their lives and their devote their time to Tuni. And I think my calling was to be able to lead others and show how even doing the smallest things within your duan can add up and 
it can prove your worth within your dawn and show that my efforts really do go a long way. And to hear other people applaud you for it or even say, I love what you're doing and I want to reflect that and do the same thing just makes you feel really good inside. And I think I wanted to keep on giving back to my Duan and to me just as much as I loved it growing up. And I think that gratitude and being surrounded by fellow Hinchungs that were just as enthusiastic and compassionate and showed different types of mentalities within just one title of being a Hunchung. I think I think being surrounded by good people and very respectable Hunchungs was I guess my calling to be a Hunchung. And how yeah, about you, Catherine? I am, <laughs> I am still thinking, but I will slowly try and come up with something as I keep talking. Uh, but yeah, much like Jeet Mian, I also didn't really feel a direct calling. Like, you know how sometimes you think that after confirmation, you get this like lightning bolt of revelation and then you become this full-fledged Catholic? Um, it's kind of like how it is when you're a hipsy to a hipsy Jung Tang. Um, you don't really get that like lightning bolt of like, you are a Huin Jung. <laughs> you are meant to be a Huin Jung. Um, I think it's it's pretty true of how if you have siblings, then it's a higher chance of you wanting to be a Huinchung because it's like, oh, my sibling has done it, so why not? Um, I don't even know if I had that because I was pretty uninvolved with Tiuni until like Niasi. Like I didn't go to my first Duan camp until like Gup Gup High, Gup Bang, Niasi. So I kind of like I guess didn't care or um, just wasn't super into it. But as I, I don't know, as I TA'd more, yeah, you TA before you become a Huijing. But yeah, <laughs> as I TA'd more, then just like watching the kids in Bible class and interacting with them there, or when you sit with, or before, when you sit with the Oni during Mass, that's kind of like, honestly one of the most um like when you get a job for the first time they give you the like the worst the worst tasks to do um like taking out the trash or cleaning the toilet it's kind of like how it is when you're a hipsy and you sit next to the o's you gotta like take them to the bathroom five times a mass you gotta make sure they're not falling asleep but it's also a good like when you know that you can i guess survive those like when you can survive the uh, quote-unquote worst of it, then you can get through the best of it. And honestly, like, what we do each week, even though it is online, this is, this is, in my opinion, the closest thing to the best of it. Like, I love what I do with you hipsies. And, like, I, like, even though it is a lot of work, I wouldn't change what I do for anything. And... Like, sometimes us Hunchungs get busy or unmotivated. Thankfully, the unmotivation doesn't kick in too often for me. But people do get busy, and I get busy, and sometimes I drop the ball. And, like, sometimes you see other Hunchungs who can't come as often because we all, we all just have, like, many, many things to do. And it's not because we don't care, but it's because, you know, life is just pulling us in so many directions. 
But yeah, being like what Jimian was saying, being grounded in like this community that Arduan brings and amongst the Hunjungs or amongst the kids, it's as if that calling repeats itself every time. Like me being a Hunjung isn't exactly my identity, but it's a really good anchor point. Kind of like how Simon, he wasn't a rock because he was so solid, but being a rock was his reminder to become a rock. Kind of like how us being a Hunjung, it keeps us grounded in service and Jesus in the Eucharist and what we do each week. So yeah, so those were Jitmian and I's own kind of takes on this. So kind of relating our own journeys to Simon Peter's, Jesus continues to teach us even as we teach you. So like I said, the calling doesn't happen out of nowhere from the very beginning, but sometimes it just grows on you over time and it keeps growing and you keep being called and you have to accept that call every time. And Jesus asks us what we are looking for and that what may change because sometimes we don't know what we're looking for. Are we looking for Jesus? Are we looking for God? Are we looking for love? Are we just looking for a place to be on a Saturday? Who knows? We we might get lost, but at the end of the day, Jesus is always rabbi and he is always guiding us. And we are always called to come closer to him, even if we stray. So no matter how far we go or what we do, we are always called by God. So yeah, did you have any final thoughts, Jimian? <laughs> um, I think Catherine summed it up really well. But I guess <laughs> I guess in that same metaphor of no matter how far we go, Jesus always guides us back. In that same sense, when Chi Catherine was talking about comparing ourselves to each other last week during Sinhua, even though it might take longer for some of us to reach a certain destination or to really seek what we are looking for, some of our paths just might be more windy or a little bit longer than others. But regardless, you just have to stay grounded, keep working on your path and believing in Jesus that he really will keep on guiding us no matter how far we may stray off, how much longer our path keeps getting. But regardless, I think in the end, we're always going to be guided. Yes. And it takes a team. As we all know, Jesus, you know, he could have spread the good news by himself, but he chose to call disciples in order to help him. So this week's lesson on Saturday, you'll be learning about how to lead a meeting because meetings are where teamwork happens. So this will apply to that on Saturday. And just to make sure you all were listening this far, our little um, chat check-in will be Simon the Rock Peter. You know how you have Dwayne the Rock Johnson? This is Simon the Rock Peter. Cause Ooh. <laughs> who, who needs Dwayne the Rock Johnson when you got Simon Peter, huh? Dang. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening in, and we'll see you on Saturday. Bye. Bye-bye. It's not good news. It's the best news ever.